Well, our second lesson is taken from the Gospel of Luke. If you want to turn with me, please, to Luke chapter 2, beginning at verse 1. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria, and all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and the lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. This is the word of the Lord. Well, I'm afraid that Ben Wolpe couldn't be with us tonight. He's been exposed to someone with COVID and so he's been banished from the church to the outer darkness, excommunicate in uh, Sharpsburg. Now, we knew this would happen someday, and uh, Christmas Eve being just about the most predictable day of all for a member of staff uh, to be exposed like this. In fact, two of them have been, which is why we've planned redundancy. Two preachers tonight, both called Ben, and also why Ben Wolpe pre-recorded his talk. And that talk that he was going to share tonight will be online by tomorrow. It's going to be a really good Christmas Day devotional and I recommend it to you. I'm going to start tomorrow with a coffee and watch his simple five-minute talk. But in case you miss it tomorrow, Ben shared with me some of the simple points that he wanted to make for you tonight. And they're all about the good news of Jesus Christ. And he told them to me, and I wrote them down really carefully a few hours ago. Number one, God comes into ordinary lives. And you see this in verse one of that reading From Luke, there is this decree from Caesar Augustus. And then in verse 2, we read that Quirinius is the governor of Syria. Just very ordinary political detail. Little details revealing to us that this is an ordinary time, an ordinary world that he comes into, an ordinary world of of law and politics, just like ours, with all of its frustrations like ours, all of the inconveniences and and all of the little things that we're forced to do every day. The world had no idea what was about to happen on that night, and so it was just doing ordinary things. And Jesus comes to ordinary towns, Nazareth, Bethlehem in verse 4, really ordinary places, nothing special really about them at the time in the way that it would feel to live in them. There's a history, of course, but nothing really special about them if you walk the streets. In one sense, there is absolutely nothing at all unusual or extraordinary about that night. Jesus comes into that very ordinary world. But what if your life right now is anything but ordinary? What if what you crave is just something normal? What you crave is, is kind of how it used to be a few months ago. What if And it's nothing to do with COVID. What if, for whatever reason, your life is falling apart and it's a mess? Does Jesus have anything to say to you if that's where you are this evening? It's a great question for such a difficult season as this. And this is where Ben would make his second point. 
The second piece of good news is that God comes into a broken and a disordered world as well. There's, you don't have to be good to meet Jesus. You don't even have to be ordinary to meet Jesus. Your life can be completely falling apart and you can meet Jesus. And in fact, in my experience as a pastor, often it's when your life is falling apart that you meet Jesus. You can be as weird as you like and meet Jesus. You can be as weird as me. He met me, didn't he? And Jesus has a weird birth. He lies here in a manger, verse 7 says, a feeding trough for the animals. That's his bed. And look at how degrading an idea it is for God, the God that Ben just preached about, to be born at all. The idea of the incarnation is grotesquely degrading. How much more so that he would be born in such a place as this? But if God can come into those circumstances, then clearly God can meet any of us wherever we are. His birth and the manner of his birth, and the place of his birth, and the story of the world that he came into proves that he wants to meet every single one of us wherever we are this night. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, at a time of great vulnerability, and it could be something as simple as a, as a good friend not being able to be here to preach, it could be something devastating like the loss of a loved one, as many of us in this room grieve very now. God, it could be anything that we're dealing with, something inside. But God, you care about each and every one of those things. And maybe we've even dared to picture such a thing as, as I speak. God, you are Lord over all things. And so we bring all things to you. At the end of this penitential season, we come to feast with you, Lord Jesus, because you first came to feast with us in our mess, in what was ordinary, in what was a mess, to rule and redeem this entire world. And so we praise you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.